0: sala just before we begin if you support the young Smirks podcast and you want to help support the channel please go to the patreon below and support us monthly so we can keep up with the shows we've got lots of content coming up we're going to have special content specifically for the patreons as well as a new series on hijrah inshallah so please go to the patreon below and support the podcast As-salamu
1: alaykum <inaudible>
0: ahbabata walakinna allaha yahdi yasha bismillahir rahmanir Raheem alhamdulillahir rabbil alamin wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah assalamu alaikum welcome to today's podcast the Young Smiths podcast i'm here with a very special special guest sheikh shuaib hassan assalamu alaikum sheikh
1: alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah
0: how are you sheikh alhamdulillah fine alhamdulillah sheikh it's a pleasure to uh, come and visit you Mm. It's. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot about you, and for many years, uh, mm. I've been hearing about you from brothers. And um, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to come and visit you and spend mm. some time with you and uh, mm. hear about some of your life story. Thank um, you. Oh, so thank we can you. benefit ah. from you and your your family. Oh, sure. So Sheikh Subhanallah, you've got a very interesting life. You've you've travelled all over the world and uh, been you know active in Dawah for many years mm. so i was wondering maybe we can start at the beginning and uh speak a little bit about your family background because i know you're from a a family of scholars and uh, scholarship mm. and uh, you was you was born in india that's right uh, before pakistan even existed yes yes mm-hmm. so how...
1: I, I, i'm older than pakistan <laughs> <laughs>
0: subhanallah mm.
1: Bismillahir Rahmanir Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, wassalatu wassalamu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi al-ma'in. Myself is Suhaib Hassan, bin Abdul Ghaffar Hassan, bin Abdul Sattar Hassan, bin Abdul Jabbar Hassan. So uh, I am the fourth generation in my family which is related to the knowledge or to the ilm of Quran and Sunnah. So, great grandfather Abdul Jabbar Hassan Umarpuri, because Umarpur is the town mm. in uh, UP, India, from where this family originated. And uh, Abdul Jabbar, the grand grandfather, he started uh, publishing a weekly magazine, Ziaw Sunnah, from Calcutta, mm. from Calcutta. So, that was in the beginning of uh, the 20th century because Abdul Jabbar himself uh, he died in 1916 so till that time he was uh, publishing that magazine and when I was looking in the files of that magazine I found uh, in it uh, some news about uh, uh, William Quilliam Abdullah of Liverpool Uh, because he started a mosque in Liverpool and uh, the news were uh, given there in that magazine. Uh, the, you know, that is something interesting. Yeah. Anyhow, so uh, his son Abdul Sattar Hassan, he was also a scholar but uh, he died in his young age. And then comes my father Abdul Ghaffar Hassan, who was educated in a very prestigious uh, al Hadith Madrasar Darul Uloom known as rahmaniya in delhi hmm. so he was educated there and uh, after finishing his education he taught in uh, a city called banaras a very famous city in india banaras it is very holy city with hindus it's but right. now we have jamia salafia there hmm. and uh, then he moved to a state called Kotla in punjab which is now in India, that part of Punjab, which is now in India. So that was uh, where he uh, was a teacher in in the Madrasa as well. Mm. And there I was born. And uh, in a, during the Second World War <laughs> um. <laughs> in 1942. <laughs> in 1942, <laughs> ah, I was born there in November 1942. Mm. And uh, from there, our family, migrated to Pakistan in 1948, Mm. one year after the establishment of Pakistan. Mm. So it means that uh, there were a lot of uh, riots at that time. People were migrating from India to Pakistan, even uh, walking, even on their carts, some uh, in the trains, and uh, massacres have happened. Many people who were travelling in the train what happens? The train arrives, arrived at Lahore, with corpses only—just corpses only. All the people were killed by, because uh, the trains have to pass through Punjab area, which was dominated by the Sikhs at that time, and so this is how it happened. But Alhamdulillah, in 1948, our journey by train was a safe journey, though there was a looting which uh, took place in some of the carriages as my father told me. And uh, I was five years old at that time. So my whole uh, bringing up was in Pakistan because uh, that five years of India, I don't have much uh, uh, remembrance of those days. But Mm. in Pakistan, I got my education, Mm. mostly at home. So this was in Lahore? Uh, Yes, in Lahore. Uh, My father has joined a famous... uh, Uh, party which is known as jamaat islami uh, right before my birth you can say from since 1941 Mm. so uh, he was given some responsibilities to take care of uh, refugees coming from East Punjab in Lahore and uh, he was very closely working with uh, the founder of jamaat islami Maulana Sayyid Abu'l-Ala mawdudi yes. And I remember in those days going to Ichra where uh, was the house of Morana Mawdoodi and that was the center or the head office of Jamaat-e-Islami as well. I used to go with my mother to the house of Morana Mawdoodi where she used to visit uh, his wife. So this is how I got remembrance of those days. And then my father... Because of his association with Jamaat Islami, he moved to Rawalpindi at that time, and uh, then finally he was uh, he has to move to Sialkot. It is the border town in Pakistan, Sialkot, where uh, I I was admitted into the secondary school. Mm. So those three years which I spent in Sialkot, I can say that. Uh, These are this this was the good memories of my childhood going to that school and uh, uh, Getting education there and uh, this school was a famous school which was uh, Which was established by Sikh and it is known to be Khalisah because the word Khalisah school that is for Sikhs only hmm. but after Pakistan it was renamed as uh, Pakistan any high school, something like this. And uh, there in there, was a movement at that time, this, this is uh, around uh, 52, 53, 55, hmm. 1952 53, 55 So there was a movement which is known as Khatm-e-Nubuwat movement. Khatm-e-Nubuwat because there was uh, a big issue because of confrontation with the qadiani movement hmm. and uh, it would be noted that Mawlana Mawjoodi at that time he wrote a pamphlet called The Issue of qadiani Qadiyani Masala yes. and because of that pamphlet he was arrested and then by the court he was sentenced to death because of that hmm. and uh, all the prominent members of Dhammat Islam were arrested including my father as well Mm. So I got uh, the remembrance of my father who was uh, handcuffed, and uh, I have seen him on Sialkot uh, Railway Station when the train was taking all the captives to Multan, <laughs> another jail in Multan, and uh, so he uh, he he remained uh, in the prison for one year, and after mm. that he was released. And of course, Maulana Mahmood, sentence was changed into yeah. life sentence, and even that life sentence came to an end very quickly within a few years time
0: and this is a very eventful uh, early
1: years of your life Sheikhs, uh, a lot of events happening that's right and then uh, he moved once again to Lahore so 56 and 57 when I did my secondary school exam mm. in Pakistan it is known as matriculation mm. which is equal to uh, o, level, uh, o level yes. Mm. Uh, so RGCSC, you can say. So this, is what I have done in nineteen fifty-seven, and that is the year when my father resigned from Jamaat Islami.
0: <clears throat> he left the Jamaat Islami. Ah, he left Jamaat
1: Islami. So what was the reason for ah, leaving? Yeah. Ah, ah, so that was, uh, anyhow, it's a great discussion. But in short, we can say that uh, Maulana Maududi used to say when he was in India that. Uh, if you want to establish an Islamic rule it can't be done through democracy at all because Mm. democracy means the votes of the common people and Mm. if the common peoples are not interested in Islam how they are going to vote for for Islam Mm. so you have to educate the masses first so if the masses accept Islam and they are convinced of it they are going to vote for those candidates who are very sincere to the Islamic cause. Mm. So once uh, they bring such type of change through votes, yes they can establish. But he says that because the masses mostly are ignorant of Islam, Mm. you can't uh, have their votes and you can't establish an Islamic government. Mm. That was his ideas before partition of India to two countries. But uh, once the Pakistan was established, uh, he said that as long as Pakistan has come into existence, as if Pakistan by saying La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, they got uh, this basis, the basis of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So it is uh, nothing wrong if we participate into the elections through democracy and try to form an Islamic government Mm. so this is how they participated in the first elections in Punjab province at that time which was uh, the very same uh, period which I am mentioning fifties in fifties and it was a complete failure Mm. complete failure they they were not able to get even uh, one seat in the Mm. assembly except for I know except for uh, one candidate who came through an Ali hadith or Salafi background, and because of that background, he was popular in his area and uh, and he was supported by Jamaat. So he won uh, the seat. So he was just one person, and uh, that is not going to bring any change. Yes. So then there was a big discussion among the Jamaat leaders. That can we establish an Islamic rule through this way or not? So my father, along with some other prominent members of uh, Jamaat Islami, they are of this view that the first opinion advanced by Maulana maududi that was correct. Mm. Until we educate the masses, you can't uh, get their votes at all, mm. and uh, this is why your duty is to create more and more dawa among yes. the people uh, and uh, this is just like uh, like the butter if you want to have uh, good butter then you should have good quality of milk as well mm. so if the milk is polluted <laughs> mm. the butter would not be fine yes. so Sheikh, this
0: is still a, a very relevant topic for today yes you know as muslims living in majority non-muslim lands. Mm. These discussions are still going on.
1: Yes, the, the, you know, that is yeah. true. That is true that through democracy mm. the Democracy means the vote of the common people mm. What the if the common people wants uh, to legislate yeah. uh, wine should be allowed? Yes Who is going to stop them? Yeah. I mean
0: we, we saw that recently with the brexit? Uh-huh. vote that's right, you know where the, the common people get the chance to vote but mm. they don't actually know what they're voting for. They don't. They don't understand it. Mm. Mm. You know. And these these important matters shouldn't be left into the hands of the
1: yes, the everyday people. Yeah. So that was the main reason that uh, uh, my father and some other prominent scholars in Jamaat Islami they said that this is not the proper way. Mm. This is not the proper way. We should uh, leave that way, and we should follow the first. Uh, idea which has been propounded by morana madudi that do dawa hmm? hmm. and create more a better understanding of islam with the people hmm. they will say oh it will take time it will take time maybe 30 40 50 years but uh, i myself now i can see that uh, more than 70 years have passed upon uh, the establishment of pakistan and uh, what happens, never ever any Islamic party has come to rule in Pakistan at all. Yeah, subhanallah. Uh, why? Because uh, the, people, the people, they like prayer, they like uh, yeah. fasting, they like going for Hajj and Umrah. But when it comes to mm. the rule itself, they are going to vote for secular mm. parties. The parties uh, who are not yes. interested in Islam at all. This is what is happening throughout these Mm. years, even now you can see that, uh, for example, the present uh, uh, government and the previous one, they are all, they they say that they are Muslim, but they are not uh, propagating for Islam, they are not saying that we are going to establish the Islamic rule, they are not saying that we are going to abolish uh, usury, they are not saying these things, they are just uh, uh, looking for the welfare of mm. the people, yes. that is good. Welfare of the people is mm. good, but Pakistan was not established just for the welfare of the Muslims. It was established to uh, establish the rule of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala on mm. this earth. So, so when your father left
0: mm. the Jamaatul Islam, what what did he do then? What...
1: After that, mm. of course, uh, uh, those people who were uh, with him on the same uh, views. One of them was from uh, a city called Lailpur which is now known as Faisalabad. Mm. Lyalpur is named after Mr. Lyal, an English person mm. who 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 initiated to start the city Lailpur and uh, the interesting thing about Lailpur is that in the main uh, in the center of the of the place is a big clock tower and from that clock tower around that clock tower eight bazaars, eight streets uh, come out, so these eight streets with clock tower in the center, if you take the picture from above, it is Great Britain's flag. Uh, Yes, eight lines coming, that's right. So this, uh, he moved to Lalpur, where uh, his colleague Maulana Abdurrahim Ashraf established an Islamic madrasa named Jami'a Talimati Islamiya. So he established in 1957, the very same year he resigned. And my father took me to be the first student of this Jami'a, which was in a just small building. And this is how this Jami'a started. And then for the next, uh, uh, you can say the, the next four years, i have been studying with my father in that jamia and i have also taken some lessons in other uh, places as well like jamia salafia also in the very same city so these are the four years i have completed my arabic studies and uh, hadith studies tafsir studies mm. uh, with my father i also participated in some uh, exams which are uh, which are uh, initiated by the Punjab text board for Arabic studies. Yeah. So that is a degree, you can say a degree. Mm. These degrees are known as Alim and Fadil. Mm. So Alim is a degree, then Fadil is a degree, Fazil is the highest degree. So I participated in those exams. And in both exams, I was uh, the f- top, the top one in both exams I in sure. Punjab text board. And 62 is the year when uh, we got, our Pakistan got invitation from the Islamic University of Medina mm. for students mm. so my father knew about that invitation yeah. and uh, this, this is how he suggested me to apply for it as well and then I was, mm. uh, I was opted for that purpose.
0: So you initially studied Arabic in Pakistan yes, and you were studying with your father. Did you benefit from other local scholars as well?
1: Uh, yes, of course, because uh, apart uh, from my father, I used to go to another Islamic seminary known as Jami'ah Salafia, where my father used to teach as well. So I took a few lessons there and uh, then there was a local Jami'ah in the, that area where we used to live And uh, I took some lessons from a great muhaddis, Maulana Abdullah vero there as well. And uh, because uh, I have more association with Arabic language, because I was introduced to a young student from Iraq, who came to Lailpur to join the Agricultural College. So, Lailpur is famous for that agricultural college, which now turned into a university. Yes. So, a deputation came from Iraq and there were other deputations from Syria as well. They all used to come and learn their agriculture. Yeah. So, this uh, person, who is known to be Saleh Mahdi, Saleh Mahdi al He was a very young, enthusiastic person in Dawa. So I used to go to him and have a good conversation with him in Arabic and uh, he used to bring some papers from uh, some uh, journals from Iraq and from Lebanon like a Shihab of Lebanon. Mm. I used to take uh, from him and read it. So this is how I developed a good knowledge of Arabic language. And I was able to translate two books into Urdu at that time. This is only. Uh, for just to, you can say, uh, to have more knowledge of Arabic language. One is very famous, which is uh, known as Muzakkarat, Muzakkarat, uh, Muzakkarat al dawa wa-Daiya. That is a book which is uh, written by Sheikh Hassan al-Banna, the founder of al-Ikhwan, al-Muslimun, mm. about his life. Yes. So I translated it into Urdu and uh, it was published in a local weekly Al-Mimbar which is known to be Al-Mimbar and that was uh, edited by the same friend of my father Sheikh Abdul Rahim Ashraf who started this jami'ah or uh, this Darul Uloom in Lailpur. And uh, the other book is again, again about, about dawa itself. Of another scholar of Egypt, Bahi al Khawli, "Taskeerat al Du'at," al Du'a," a remembrance for all daya. Hmm. So, in those uh, my early learning days, I was able to translate these two books. Hmm. Uh, and then, of course, when I was accepted in Medina, we have to travel to to Karachi, and uh, from Karachi onwards hmm. begins the journey yeah. to Medina.
0: إنك لا تهدي من
1: أحببت ولكن
0: الله يهدي من يشاء